Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. Um, I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. So we figured, why not record us thinking and talking about it? So we're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Cheers. Cheers to our season finale. Woohoo! Woohoo! Episode 10. Mm-hmm. We have finished the book. <sighs> I just feel so good about it. I know. This is crazy. I'm so proud of us. I'm very proud of us. Um, in celebration, we're drinking tea that was labeled Mist and Fury tea to like lead us into the next book. Um, it's really good. It's Grimoire tea if you're interested. But yep. We're having a little party over here. <laughs> We're so proud of ourselves. Yes. We hope you guys have been enjoying this journey too. And it's time to dive into the last section. Oh. Uh. Okay. Alrighty. So this today's episode is called The End. Oh. <laughs> Happy but sad. Happy but sad. Really, it should be the beginning. I know. <laughs> Well, people, people that haven't read the second book, they don't know. I know. They don't know. They don't know. But it's the beginning of everything to come. Of everything. But we're calling it the end. So this is chapters 41 through 46. Mm-hmm. So basically to, up to the end of the book. Um, before we like do like a chapter by chapter breakdown, mm-hmm. what are your overall vibes of what we read? Just this past like week? Yeah, the, just this past week. Past what week? was the initial <sighs> emotion? There, there was like shock. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of shock yep. in this week. Like the challenge, or not the challenge, the task, the, the aftermath, the aftermath of, it. of the task. Just, yeah, just a lot of shock. <laughs> yeah. I used a lot of like yikes color mm-hmm. stickers for this week because it was like, it got dark. I know. And there's a lot of in my feels, I feel like. If I had there's to. There's a lot of feels. If I was color coding mine, I would have in my feels I stickers. Think, I think we have six chapters to go through. It was a combination mm-hmm. of in my feels and yikes. Yep. Like that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, accurate. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I will give us the summary for chapter 41. Okay. Kick us off. So I put, this is an in my feels chapter. Mm-hmm. I put, Farah's on the brink of giving up. She overhears a conversation of the Ator's. But music, not that. And music lifts her out of the darkness. Mm -hmm. My feels were just sad. (laughs) Yeah, very sad. (sighs) All right, so overall, kind of what do you think of this chapter, initial thoughts? I was just sad. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to put, like, she literally, like, right from the beginning is just so down on herself, right? She said, 
I stopped contemplating Amarantha's riddle. It was impossible, especially for an illiterate, ignorant human. And I'm just like, girl. I know. This is not going to, like, obviously, she doesn't think she's going to win. But it's just, it's just so sad to see how far she's fallen from when she first came in under the mountain. And she's like, I've got this. Yeah. And even too. after, like, her first task. Yes. Yeah. Where she's, like, feeling that energy and power mm-hmm. to, to this. Ugh. I mean, she, she literally talks about how she's looking forward to drinking wine so she can forget everything, basically. And not have to think about everything. I was like, that's so sad. Yeah. She said, the future I dreamed of was just that, a dream. Ugh. She also, this was something that really triggered me for her, like Mm -hmm. despair. Um, As a painter, this really stuck out to me, was she said, I stopped thinking about color, about light, about the green of Tamlin's eyes, about all the things I had still wanted to paint and now would never get to. It just. Yeah, it's sad. Sweet baby Feyre. I know. So definitely like not a good spot. No, she's lost all hope, which is sad. It's just so sad. Is she kind of? It reminds me of how she was initially when she, we first met her. How mm. she was just without hope. Granted, this seems even worse than that. Oh yeah, because totally she at least agree. had her family, and now she's all just by herself. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's sad to see her again without hope. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then it gets to a point where it's another night to go drink herself away, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's being taken out by those two servants, whose names we don't know, yep. um, they kind of run across the adder, and they hide and overhear that conversation. Well, so she thought they were hiding. Oh, yeah. So they're also <laughs> spying, come to yes. find out. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. It was only when I could understand their words that I realized we weren't merely hiding. Yes. I was like, oh, so clearly they're spying for mm-hmm. Reese and... Um, what did you think about what the adder was talking about? Could you make sense of it at all? Not really. Like, I mean, it kind of seemed like, so it was kind of like, I wasn't sure like if they're going to war mm-hmm. or like, cause they're talking about forces. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it was just the, I don't know, the fact that like the Ator was kind of like, couldn't really tell if like he was in charge or the other guy was in charge or yeah. well it, it like, feels like because the other guy came from the king of highburn right it definitely feels like the power is there because i think yeah. at one point they mentioned like we can take away her powers like without that's true spells. Yeah. so it sounded like that kind of shut the adder up yeah i wasn't sure like that's where like feared this creature or if he's just like he knows his place kind of thing and like shuts up after it fear this particular creature i think they fear the king of highburn probably you know yeah. But at one point, it says, the High Lords will do as she tells them. Yeah. And I'm like, what does she, what is she going to tell them to do? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that but, was another interesting moment of intrigue there. You're like, oh, there's still things, secrets mm-hmm. that are being kept from us. Yeah. Oh, I did make a note on that. I said, um, so they're saying, like, if your lady thinks she's above the king because she rules this wretched land, she'll soon remember who can strip her powers away mm-hmm. without spells and potions. So I was like, oh, yep. I can't imagine how powerful, like, the king of Highburn is if, because she stole, like, his spell book. Right. So that she could take away the High Lord's, pa- High Lord's power. Mm-hmm. So how can, like, <laughs> this king doesn't even need a spell book. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very intrigued. Definitely intimidating. For sure. We've just heard, like, whispers of the King of Highburn up till now. So mm-hmm. it's, like, 
apparently he's still alive and well and scheming, and so it's probably going to come back into play very soon. Yep. Which doesn't sound great. No. (laughs) Um... So they do that little bit of spying, and then it gets to the point where she's back in her cell eventually. Mm-hmm. Utter despair. It, yes. And she's, yeah, it's just so sad. Totally, totally lost. But then she becomes completely lost to everything when she hears music. Music. It's like, music? She said there was beauty in the music. Beauty and goodness. The music folded over itself like batter being poured from a bowl. One note atop another, melting together to form a whole rising filling me. Mm. This mu- this wasn't music to dance to. It was music to worship, music to fill in the gaps of my soul, to bring me to a place where it may- where there was no pain. I love that description. I was just I was, I can't even I'm so curious what this music sounds like. I you know? know, like I can picture like just soul-wrenching music that's Ugh. but generally it's like I feel like that's more like a depressing thing. I don't yeah. When I think of music, I don't generally think of, like, this hope-filled music. I know. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think, like, are there, is there music that inspires hope in me? I'm sure there is. It's just, that's not I what just... comes to mind when I think, because it's like, there's no singing. It's just music. acoustic. So yeah. when I think of those songs, I think of the sadder, like, yeah. really soul-wrenching music. And it's like, hers. this is the opposite for her, because it just, like, fills right. her soul. Well, it does say, like, she was like, I didn't realize I was weeping. <laughs> Um, and then she also said, and this was just like, I thought so lovely. She said, I hadn't realized how badly I didn't want to tumble into that deep dark, how much I mm. wanted to stay here among the clouds and color and light. <sighs> yeah. This is just like such, I, like if anyone's ever gone through a depressive episode, mm-hmm. it's like, that's some, that's like the kind of thing you need to lift yourself out of it. Like it gets so hard to like see anything outside of your own despair and your own pain and it's like literally like you until like that kind of like light comes through you start to realize like oh I don't want to stay here yeah and it's so it's so hard to pull yourself out of that and so it's so beautiful that things like music can Mm -hmm. heal in these ways and it's just I don't know I just think it's so I just think it's really lovely yeah it was for me it was really emotional reading like how much the music impacted her. Yeah. Like just, I felt like that showed truly how broken she was. I know. It was... And it's, I thought it was so cool how this music was almost coming to life. Like she was seeing these images and it was like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just like a melody. It was, it took over all of her senses. She was right. smelling um, different scents. She was seeing like, I think she said like, um, a palace in the sky, a hall of alabaster and moonstone. Like she's, this song is like become very like physical to her mm-hmm. just so interesting i've never had that experience with music before and maybe it's magic but yeah, like <laughs> that, that is possible um but also like i can't imagine like i was just thinking about it after the fact and i was like if i ever was in such a depressive state and i heard something like this like i think this is something that would truly stick with you forever yeah. this song is always going to be your uplifting tune that you hear mm-hmm. in your head it's always you're always going to be reminded of this tune yeah. or melody or whatever it is. Mm, um, so it's so just, true. it's kind of like encouraging. It's like, you'll have this kind of song with you forever kind yeah. of thing. Uh, well, and music, like, I, here's the cool thing about music is it's so much easier 
for it to get stuck in our brains than anything else. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like, you know, when you have that song in your head that you just, like, can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you're trying to memorize something for a school, they, like, encourage you to put it to a song, right? right? It's like, for some reason, our brain is, is just wired to remember things better mm-hmm. when it's put to music. And right. so I think there's that element of this, too, where it's like maybe someone saying words to her was not impactful, mm-hmm. but the music permeated some part of her brain that really would be able to stick with her and pull her up and continue to, like, remind her of yeah. this hope. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Just, like, such a sad chapter. Well, it ended in a really lovely way. Right, yeah. But still. But in general, sad, yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Any other thoughts on this one? No. All right, 42. This is a longer one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, This one, okay, I will say this was a little, like, squeal chapter. Um, so I put Feyre and Tamlin steal a moment together. Mm. Uh, Rhysand interrupts and shares quite a bit of himself with Feyre. <laughs> I like how you <laughs> so politely phrase that. Well, because in he shares himself in a couple of different ways. He does. That's true. Yeah. So okay. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so chapter forty-two. What did you first notice? Um, there's like physical contact happening. Um. Well, so he, like, he brushes, he's basically, like, standing right beside her, mm-hmm. and because, I feel like it's one of those things, it's, you know, you've done this so many times, nobody pays attention to you anymore. Yep. And so he takes true advantage of that, and he, like, hovers kind of beside her and, like, brushes her hand, and she I notices just imagine how, that being, I know. like, electrifying. Oh, so intense. Yep. And then he walks away and, like, looks back, and mm-hmm. she, like, knows to follow. Ooh. I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna happen. I, I just, I'm so glad at that moment. I, I made a note in here. I'm like, he's alive. Like, I know. He's, he is not just sitting there anymore. This, but this is the first contact they've had since, like, she's gone under it's the mountains. It's crazy. Um, so she follows him through this door while everybody else is occupied at the party. Yes. And they just started attacking each other. Yes. <laughs> Which, on a side note, I like, I get it. You haven't been around each other right. in a long time. But also, I'm like, I feel like there's a lot of really important things happening right now. Yeah. Maybe we take a second to coach Feyre. Maybe we take a second to, like, tell her she's done a great job mm-hmm. before we try and, like, just, like, mac on her. For I don't, I don't know. That was my initial thought. I was like, I love this moment. But also, I'm like, there's quite a bit you have to talk about, too. There is, but it's, it, they don't know how long they have. They know I this know. is possibly the last time they'll ever see each other. I feel like that burning passion. Well, can I tell you what I think, though, with based off of what you just said? Mm-hmm. You said, of course, of course. That's the whole point of this. My bad. Uh, when you say this may be the last moment they see each other, mm-hmm. I look at this, and I, I think that he doesn't think she's going to win. Uh, like that's what I think because I'm like if he's so desperate just to like kiss her one last time Mm -hmm. that makes me think that does like does Tamlin think she's gonna lose like has Tamlin given up a little bit I didn't think about that but yeah I don't know it's just a thought I had I could be totally wrong but is um I like how she says I didn't want him to be gentle because what I felt for him wasn't at all like that what I felt was wild and hard and burning, and so he was with me. Mm. I was like, that's an accurate description, I feel like, of their 
emotions like yes and just all the pent-up energy and everything that's been happening no totally wild and hard and burning i can just totally picture this i know but it <laughs> this is my favorite so just as sexy time is about to happen <laughs> Rhysand interrupts he says shameful just shameful look what you've done to my pet it cracks me up, but I'm also so mad. You're like, Rhysand, just give them a moment. I know, come on. These poor, like, she's been it's there for It's already what? started. Just give them a moment. It's been, like, three months since they've seen each other. They've even, yeah. like, spoken or done anything. Mm-hmm. Come on. But I was cracking up. I was like, <laughs> shameful. I love that. I know. He's just, like, he's got such a... Such a way of making an entrance. I know. Every time, too. <laughs> he's got those one-liners. I know. Um, um, but you you can tell that he's, like, he's being kind of rude to Tamlin, but he's not being that bad. Not really. He's just kind of like, you need to go. Come on, bro. But it's surprising, like, Tamlin doesn't put up any kind of resistance. He mm-hmm. instead just, like, listens to Resand, and I was like, okay. So it's like, is he... So, like, here are my thoughts with that. Is mm-hmm. it, like, do him and Resand have an understanding mm-hmm. right now where maybe he's, like, a little more trusting of Resand? Right. Or does, like, has Tamlin given up? Like, that's my <laughs> other thought. Again, like, I just, I kept reading this and I was like, I just wanted Tamlin to fight for her. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that he was stealing kisses, I wanted, and, like, had that fire. Like, yeah. I wanted to see that fire continue continue yeah it was crazy to me how he just like shut it off so fast i i just think it just reminds me of how he's been acting this whole time just completely right back to it zero emotion because i think about when you know reese initially went to his court Mm -hmm. and how he reacted then which was so so different than how he's acting now so it makes me think maybe they're in cahoots or something or that was my yeah I, i could see that um, but Tamlin did say before he left, he told her that he loved her. Mm. And I was like, I appreciate that. I know. Because she needs every bit of encouragement she can get right now. For real. Especially from Tamlin. The one she's exactly. doing all this for. Exactly. Um, um, <laughs> Rhysand's note. Do you read what I'm saying? Go ahead. Go go ahead. ahead. <laughs> um, when he says, if you're that desperate for release, you should have asked me. I know. The one-liners. The one-liners. But he's basically telling Farrah how dumb she is for doing this. Right. Because Amarantha could have caught them. Um, Like, that's the whole point of the paint. I know. I know. Well, no. Yeah, but, like, she could have caught them kissing, like, in this room. Okay, but even if she didn't physically catch them kissing, if they go back out there and Mm -hmm. the paint on her body is messed up and Tamlin's hands are covered in paint... Which, oh, we forgot to mention, Rhysand fixed the paint. Right, yeah. Before Tamlin left. Well, that's what I was getting to. Oh, you got it. Yeah, so... Um, but basically he cuts her off like mid sentence and he just starts kissing Farah. Mm. Um, and he, and she said his tongue seeping over the roof of my mouth against my teeth, claiming my mouth, claiming me. Ooh, it's an intense kiss. It's a very intense kiss. But I bet Farah is so pissed off. She just had this amazing, like first interaction with Tamlin who she's been dying to see for three months. Yep. And then that wonderful spring taste is just... Gone. gone gone her mouth is now claimed by resand just like she's been claimed by resand oh i just I, I when i saw that i was like she's probably so pissed off right now i would not blame her no um but amarantha walks through the door right and so we kind of start to pick up like oh mm-hmm. maybe he was covering yeah because then she steps into the light and realizes you know the paint's been smudged and reese has the paint on his hands yes so 
to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like he just saved Tamlin, he saved Farah, yeah. he saved everybody in this whole situation by doing that. Mm-hmm. So, ulterior motives. But why, again, why is he saving Tamlin and Farah? Um, yeah, it's very interesting because, like, there's been no, like, all we know of Tamlin and Reese is they hate each other. Right. That's all we know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why is Reese sticking his neck out in this moment? Right. So then he, Reese winds up visiting Farrah in her cell afterwards. Mm. And we start kind of learning some of his real feelings. As you said, he's revealing multiple things multiple to things her. About himself. I, the way that he entered mm-hmm. struck me. Because it has, his tunic was unbuttoned at the top and he ran a hand through his blue black hair before he word, wordlessly slumped against the wall across from me and slid to the floor. And then at one point it said that he dropped his hands from his temples to lean his head against the wall. Like I'm just picturing mm-hmm. him looking so defeated and yeah. exhausted. And you're like, dude, where is this coming from? I was going to say, this is not him. But, but he says, he said, that damn bitch is running me ragged. You hate me. Imagine how you'd feel if you made me serve in my, or if I made you serve in my bedroom. I'm High Lord of the Night Court, not her harlot. Ugh. But, oh man, That's like not good. I mean, we we've known that he's her whore, and we didn't really know if it was like his choice, her choice, right, we or like really what all was happening. Right, we don't know the details. Clearly, it is not of his own. Volition. Not his choice to be doing this, um, and it's true. It's like he's a High Lord. Well, he's a high lord, but also he's, I was going to say, he's a human being. He's not a human being, but he's like, he is a person right. who should have that kind of autonomy over his body. Right, absolutely. And it's been totally stripped. I I feel like, you know, we talk about it a lot for like women, but I I think men, men especially so, it's like these kinds of things just like strip you bare. Oh, yeah. And it's. It's insane how someone can be going through that for 50 years at this point. Unimaginable. And still be a functioning human being. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I couldn't imagine that. No, I can't imagine at all. Well, I guess, again, I said he's not a human being, but like a functioning person. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, so, poor guy. I know. And he just, he talks about how Amarantha has been, how like she's kept hold of their power. Mm-hmm. Um, but once Feyre beats the challenges, he believes that Tamlin's going to kill her. Yeah. And I was like, so you, you think she's going to win? We clearly just talked about, does Tamlin even think she's going to win? That's the parallel that was being drawn for me yeah. in this chapter is I was like, I'm seeing how much he, Resand is convinced she's going to win, but Tamlin's actions make me feel like he doesn't think so. Yeah. And that's, that's like what I think one of the main things Sarah J. Mass was trying to show in this chapter is this like interesting juxtaposition of the man she loves mm-hmm. versus like the man she hates. Yeah. And how they're either like encouraging her or not. Yeah. And I, I like, I wonder if it's because Rhysand is so desperate to no longer be Amaranthus whore that he is just putting all his eggs in this basket oh, of Farrah's yeah. gonna win, break the curse. Oh yeah, if you're going through that, you just want to get out. Right, and so I'm wondering if that's like his motivation for encouraging, whereas Tamlin's trying not to get maybe his own hopes up that he'll be right stuck there. And that the, he hasn't been going through that for very long. No, so, because he just got to the mountain like yeah. three months ago, so... I'm wondering if that's kind of his motivation. That's Not so much really believing in Farrah, but just yeah. trying to save himself from everything that's been going on. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. It's like Tamlin is afraid of hoping, but right. Rhysand, all he has is hope. Right. 
Mm. Yeah. Which is sad. It's really sad. It's like, it's not like, it's just not good. I I mean, there's nothing else to say. No, it's it's not. Um, There was another thing that I thought was really interesting. Um, Rizan was basically talking about how he's never touched Farah. Right. Um, Like, you know, anywhere below the waist or anywhere that's like potentially a no-no zone. Yeah. Basically so that when Amarantha is killed, he can claim innocence. Right. So that Tamlin's not going to kill him. And I was like, you're planning so far out. You're like four steps ahead of what if she loses on all of these tasks. <laughs> right. Like, I appreciate your very, like, clearly he's very strategic and he really is this political, like, yes. court scheming kind of fay. Um, but I'm just, like, so impressed that you thought that far ahead Mm-hmm. To not even like that's why he's like she's never been touched by him. The yeah. pain only goes like around her waist, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, this guy's it's really smart." I know. Well, I mean, he doesn't even admit he's like, "Believe me, I would have liked nothing more than to enjoy you." But there are bigger things at stake than taking a human woman to my bed. Right. So it's like he's very he is not given over to his own desires, which is probably a byproduct mm-hmm. of having himself forced on someone else for 50 years. (laughs) Absolutely, I think that might be part of why he's a bit more sensitive to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if he is part of the night court and quote unquote evil or whatever. Um. Um, And then one other thing that I thought was interesting is he, so to the quote that I just said, where he says there are bigger things at stake, they asks like what? And he goes, like my territory, like my remaining people, enslaved to a tyrant queen who can end their lives with a single word. Surely Tamlin expressed similar sentiments to you. Mm -hmm. And she put, like, he hadn't. Not entirely. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, was it because of the curse? Like, he couldn't say things? Right, yeah. Is that why that sentiment never came across? Mm -hmm. Or was his focus just elsewhere? Which would be kind of weird, too. Is he not worried about his people? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, another thing between Amarantha and Rhysand, um, he mentioned how, like, she's punishing him mm. for, like, by making him her whore. Yeah. Um, because of basically the sins of his father. Mm-hmm. Like, he's being punished for the sins of his father. And I was like, that's, I think that's almost worse than her just wanting to make you a whore. Like, you're paying for something that you had no control over, you didn't do. Um. Yep. And that just... That makes me hate her that much more. That she's punishing someone that didn't even do anything. Yeah. She's just such a spiteful woman. I know. Um, But one of the things that, kind of like towards the end, Vera, mm-hmm. in thinking about Reese, she put, regardless of his motives or his methods, Reesand was keeping me alive and had done so even before I set foot under the mountain. Yeah. Which. I know. Mixed feelings. Very mixed. Yeah. Like before. Well, I mean, granted, he did save her on Kalanai. Yep. Um, so there's that. But then, I mean, I guess, like, technically he gave, you know, Claire's name and he didn't pry any further. Exactly. So, again, he saved her life. So he yep. saved her life several times. Yeah. So, yeah. that's. But it, it makes sense to what you're saying with motive. Right. Is he doesn't want to be Amarantha's whore anymore. No. <laughs> so he's probably sabotaging right her in whatever way he can which means helping Feyre right because he knew about this curse the whole time so when he realized that there was somebody in love with Tamlin he could do everything he can to basically kind of make this happen exactly you know what I bet 
I don't know what happened in Cal and Mai, but the day when he like came to their lunch and mm-hmm. was like in her mind and yeah. started saying like, oh, she's imagining you like kissing her. Right. I wonder if like that was the moment where he was like, oh, and then all of his plans slipped into place yeah. after that. It's totally possible. Cause yeah, before he didn't know about her. So yeah, that probably, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and the last thing, uh, for me at least that I want to point out in this chapter, um, it's basically like she goes back to she's like when you healed my arm you didn't need to bargain with me you could have demanded every single week of the year every single week and i would have said yes and it wasn't entirely a question but i needed an answer a half smile appeared on his sensuous lips i know he said and vanished (laughs) i was like i don't know like they have such an interesting dynamic and relationship like i can't figure out does he care is he like what what's his end goal what's his purpose for all of these little things but it's it i think about everything that we've talked about and it seems like he's so he's planning so far ahead yes that it's like this has got to be in that same realm it's like right. i don't know yet why he's doing this but i'm going to find out well and like maybe it's like he had to have some kind of bargain in case amarantha asked right but it's not too much so tamlin's not too pissed or like right. something along those lines i don't know yeah but I just... And maybe it's like an insurance policy against Tamlin in case... Oh, yeah. You know, because he's betting on Tamlin killing Amarantha. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't happen, maybe he could do something like hold Farrah hostage that week so yeah. that he can get whatever he needs. I don't know. Like, he's he's yeah. definitely long gaming this. And I'm curious yeah. what the, ga- the game is. He's seriously political. So it's really hard to, like, fully grasp why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Uh, but on that quote you read, she said... A half smile appeared on his sensuous lips. And I'm just like, Thera. I know. Again, <laughs> it, that's how she describes him always. It's always these yes. like sexual connotations and like yes. her body wants him, but right. her mind and heart don't. So, But she's noticing these things. Like that's where her eye's being drawn. So I think it's, I think she's also having this like battle internally too of like, I don't know what to think about him. He's helped me in these ways, but like I can't trust him in these other ways. Right. What's going on? Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. It's a painful. Okay. 43. Okay. I have a very simple summary. <laughs> it is a yikes sticker. Yep. And I put Feyre's third task has arrived. <laughs> this. This is not what I was expecting. No. I don't. And I don't know what I was expecting because the first task was super physical. Yep. And so then the second task was all mental, which, you know, that makes sense. So the yeah. third task I was thinking maybe kind of a combination of both yeah. or... I don't, it, went, it went emotional. It went emotional. Not what I was expecting, mm-hmm. like, at all. At all. And it just, it broke my heart when I realized what the challenge was. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. I hate it. Um, and you can kind of tell, I think the Faye, when she first walked in, like, knew what was going to, what the challenge was going to be. Yeah. Because they're all being very respectful, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're also very somber right about what's about to happen well i don't even know if it's about what what's about to happen it's the fact that if she wins that too they're free so i think they're all their fate is riding on this and before i don't think they ever even thought she'd make it through the first challenge there was no reason to hope for them it's too real at this point it's too real like they don't want to hope but they also don't want to not hope Mm -hmm. so yeah what a because they don't want amarantha to come at them no But she said their world rested on my shoulders, Um, but I didn't think it was worry alone that was spread across their features. Mm -hmm. I had to swallow hard as a few of them touched their fingers to their lips, then extended their hands to me. 
a gesture for the fallen, a farewell to the honored dead. There was nothing malicious about it. I was like, oh. So it's like, I think some of them have accepted the fact that she's going to die, but they're respecting her for, yeah. like, trying at least. And I think other ones, like, to me, it, like, reminds me of the Hunger Games. Yeah, You know, absolutely. where they, like, kiss their fingers and lift them, like, just kind of a sign of respect. I feel like that's kind of what this reminds me of, too. No, I totally so. agree. Um, Farrah says something that I had a callback to. So she mm-hmm. said, I'd beaten her until now, fairly or not, and I would not feel alone when I died. Mm. I would not die alone. It was all I could ask for. Yep. It reminded me back to that one Fay mm-hmm. who had his wings torn off and came to yes. the spring court. And that was like her whole spiel is like, if it was me, I wouldn't want to be alone. Yep. I wouldn't want to die alone. Mm-hmm. And so it's sweet that in this moment, that wish yeah. is kind of fulfilled. Like, yeah. now we don't know if she's going to die yet or not, but but there she won't that. be alone. She won't be alone. Yeah, that's sweet. It's very sweet. Um, and this is actually, so this is the first time she actually admits out loud that she's in love with Tamlin. Like, to Tamlin. I was like, like, looks him in the eye. I know. She's like, any last words? And she's basically, I love you. I know. I was like, finally, you tell him. But I just, oh, it broke my heart. I was like, you're finally, like, getting to tell him how much you love him. And you may not even make it out of whatever this challenge is going to be. Yeah a bummer yeah um and then we find out what the third task is Mm -hmm. and three hooded fae get marched forward Mm -hmm. she finds out that she needs to stab and kill each one and they are innocents they're just innocent and amaranth makes that explicitly clear too yes and makes it as painful as possible right removing the hoods a different dagger for each one Ugh. ugh yeah and, like, part of, like, there's a part of me who's, like, just do it, Feyre. Like, just knock, like, close your eyes, knock it out, you're done. Right, don't think about it, just... Just don't think about just it. Just go. But you, like, you can't not think about it because it's an innocent in front of you. Right. This and is... I think she says, like, she's like, this isn't, like, hunting. This is no. different. <sighs> yeah, because there's, I, there's no way. I mean, I think about this challenge for myself. I, would, I was yeah. to, you know, say... But it's so hard. It's like you're saving hundreds of thousands of people exactly. forever it, it, what's the balance how do you weigh three lives against the yeah. lives of everyone yeah it's, but it's like her soul is at stake right are you gonna like sacrifice yourself basically because yeah. you know you're you're destroyed after this regardless of if you actually kill yeah. these innocents mm-hmm. you've ruined your soul i know it's like my personality i'm such like a just fuck up and get it done right and then shove down any negative feelings you have. Right. So, like, I feel like if it was me, I probably would just, like, knock it out really quickly and pretend, like, nothing had happened. And then just be, like, a void vessel for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, And it's like we say that, but once you stab that first one, like, how quickly oh, are you going to be able to recover your senses enough true. to actually, It's like, like the like, moment between go, each. Go into the next. It's not like you can just go, like, bang, bang, bang. And, like. Right shoot them really quick it's like physically having to stab each one like wait for the hood to be revealed on each one and it's like not that i've ever done it but <laughs> i've heard it's not easy to stab a person no i can't imagine it like, being easy to stab like, a person you have like cartilage and bone like like tactically it's yeah. not easy you have no. to put a lot of strength and a lot of effort into that yeah Ugh. a very like meditated decision it's, yes oh that's such a good way to put it but yeah, it's just like, it's really upsetting. Yeah. But it's, to Amarantha, it feels poetic because right. the whole reason she's here is because she killed fairies. So why is it so hard? 
right. to she, do it now. Yeah, so it said, she said, um, Amarantha was grinning with wild, with a wild, triumphant glee. Kill a fairy, fall in love with the fairy, then before, then kill a fairy to keep that love. It was brilliant and cruel, and she knew it. Mm. I was like, it is. like, And we talked about how ridiculously creative and evil she was with those, those meaningless yes. tasks, like picking the like grains from the fireplace and cleaning a dirty floor with dirty water just yep. just how simple the the tasks were but just how horrible they were and this is again it's not it's not a actually physically challenging task it's yeah. the the mental like creativity cruelness behind it yeah. that makes it so hard yeah. so I, I mean I give props to the bad guy on this one and just the, <laughs> the, the creativity the creativity creativity props Amarantha <laughs> but I mean obviously it's terrible right I do appreciate those Farrah kind of gets to the point a little bit she keeps oscillating right. but she does say like these deaths would not be wasted even if it would damn me forever yeah and it's like it's so difficult but it's like that's that's the choice. I feel like you have to say yes. You, anyone would have to say yes to that right. choice. Because, like, if you don't, you die and then they're all damned. Right. Forever. It's not like, a, oh, maybe in, like, five yeah. years they're going to be free. No, this is this is their opportunity. Yeah. They're either going to be slaves forever, everyone, or you yeah. are damned and kill three people. It's a lose-lose. And so the question is, yeah. like, what's the greater Loss. lose? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then it kind of walks through her killing the first two, which is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I you think, have, yeah, the first one is a mm-hmm. young, high, like, high fae male yep. who, like, basically begs her not to kill him. I'm like, dude, you're not making this easier. No, and it's like, you, <laughs> she hears, like, the woman, like, crying, who's, like, probably his mother, <laughs> which is, that just makes it even worse. I know. Ugh. But I think the second one gets me more. It's like, this woman is... Just, she's, at, she's at peace. She's at peace. And she's like, she even repeats like part of her prayer again yeah. to try to ease Farah's pain in doing this. And I was like, oh my gosh. What a strong person. So strong. But I think about it, if I was the one that was being sacrificed, I, w- I don't think I would be begging for my life because by sacrificing yeah. your life, you're saving everyone. So all I your mean, family that's suffering over there. It's so easy to say that. Oh, for but... sure. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, obviously I don't want to die. Yeah. But I think about this woman. She's so strong. And the fact that she's sacrificing herself without yeah. trying to make anybody else suffer. Cause like her yeah. family's all there, you know, and she's trying to free them. So I think she's accepted the fact that by her dying, she's freeing her family. Yeah. So she's at peace and she's trying to help Farah like <sighs> through it. I just her her like death it was so sad for me to read through. Yeah, I agree. I just but I think after the first death especially, mm-hmm. Farah needed a moment of like even in that like weird moment cuz she the one she kept repeating was like uh fear no evil, feel no pain. Yeah. And so I think that's just what Farah needed to hear. Yeah, but she thinks like as this woman's praying, so as she spoke, I knew I would be forever barred from that immortal land. I knew that whatever mother she meant would never embrace me. In saving Tamlin, I was to damn myself. So similar to like her initial thought, yeah. but it just it's so sad because she's like hearing this woman pray, who's about to be embraced into you know eternity yeah. forever with the mother, and she's like, "I'll never have that." <laughs> I'm like, "You doing, might, Farah." I know. I'm doing all this to save all these people, and I won't have that. Yeah, it's so sad. Ugh, there's just so much heartbreak in this chapter. I, I needed to get better soon. 
Oh, well, it doesn't. Fairy <laughs> <laughs> number three just so happens to be Tamlin. Which, it's like double take. Who's at the I was shocked when, when like she lifted, or when the hood was lifted, I was like, wait, excuse me? I was like, yeah. does he have an identical twin? What just happened? <laughs> like, how did he get from the throne to there without anybody seeing? Yeah. And then she was tricked. It was yeah. the Ator that was up on the throne. Ugh. Just glamored. Which is like, she told the Ator that she loved him. Right. But it like, also makes sense why he didn't say anything back as his final words, too. Right. I was like, maybe the real Tamlin would have said, I love something. you back, since this was like the final task or yeah. something. So that makes me feel like a little bit better, but... Mm-hmm. But also, it's like, Amarantha, what the hell are you doing? You went through all of this because you wanted Tamlin. Right. And now you're going to make her kill him. Like, B, you're crazy. For sure. But also, I mean, could you kill the person you love for everyone? I know. she. It's, it's, I think at one point she's like, it's a dangerous game that like Amarantha's playing. Like, yeah. Essentially betting that I will not kill him. Kill him. Which is true. It's like, I don't know. Because we've both said... We would just do it. We would it'd be. Yep. We'd suffer for the rest of our lives. Our soul is broken. All that stuff. Yep. We, but we would just kill those three. What if one of those three is your person? I couldn't do it. If, I could not do it. Right. But then it's like all these other people, including that person, are gonna die and suffer forever. So, it's it's horrible. It's, it is a lose lose. True lose lose situation. Yeah. It's one thing. Like yes, they're all innocents. It's one thing to like not know their name, not know their face. Right. But for it to be the person you love is just all the more. Like, it was already right. heartbreaking, and now it's, like, next-level heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, Amarantha, creativity, wow. Again. Way to... Impressive. Way, way to come up with a really intense task there. Ugh. Ugh. So, Feyre's kind of, like, running through her mind because she's like, what the heck is Amarantha doing? Right. She, would, she doesn't want Tamlin dead. Mm-hmm. So she kind of starts working through some of the conversations she's heard over the last, like, few mm-hmm. months back when she was at the Supreme Court. Well, I want to point out one Ooh. amazing, amazing thing. Mm-hmm. She finally takes Alice's, like, advice. <laughs> finally! It's only taken us the whole freaking book. And she's like, Alice told me to listen. And then she starts thinking back of everything she's heard. I was like, finally, Farah, you did it! <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh, that is yeah. such a good point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So they're running through everything. And she starts rerunning like conversations. Mm-hmm. We kind of start circling on all the times Tamlin was told he had a heart of stone. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, huh. Is that what I was supposed to be listening for? Right. Because she knows there was like that one other piece they couldn't talk about. Yeah. To like the curse, and she's like, that has to be it because Amarantha would never kill Tamlin. She wants to be with Tamlin, especially if my theory's right, where I think that they're mates. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I love this quote. It says again. Mm-hmm. Well, so you just said she was listening to Alice. Then she goes, "Trust no one." Alice had told me, but I trusted Tamlin. So we're back to not listening to Alice. Oh, right. Right. Um, and she goes, and more than that, I trusted myself. I trusted that I had heard correctly. I trusted that Tamlin had been smarter than Amarantha. I trusted that all I had sacrificed was not in vain. Hmm. Yes. It's like this. It's like if like like if you could see hope. Mm-hmm. I could. I feel like it would just be like bubbling up inside of her. Right yes. Now, mm-hmm. You know. It's almost like you could just like pluck it like. <laughs> 
pluck it from the tree. It's like, this is it. I found it. And then it says there was a faint smile on Tamlin's lips as I stood over him. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, does he know now? Like, is he believing in her? He's like, she's got it. She's figured it out. And Um, the chapter ends. It does. There's one more quote that I really like to circle back to all of these conversations around fate. Mm -hmm. She goes, there was such a thing as fate because fate had made sure I was there to eavesdrop when they'd spoken in private because fate had whispered to Tamlin that the cold, contrary girl he'd dragged to his home would be the one to break his spell because fate had kept me alive just to get to this point, just to see if I had been listening. What? What a line. I know. What a turn of events. And then she stabs. She stabs him, and we're like, "Okay, okay, next page, next page." I know. You're, I, I don't think I've ever turned a page faster. I know. <laughs> so that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, anything else on forty three? No, I'm I'm ready for forty four. Woohoo! Okay, so this is another yikes yep. um, chapter for me. So I put, Feyre completes the third task, but finds out her deal wasn't very trick proof. Tortured by Amarantha, Feyre clings to her feelings for Tamlin, refusing to give up on love. Mm. <laughs> All right. So sur- Tamlin survives. Tamlin survives. Yay, Feyre. But, yes. his, but his wound does not heal. Well, it's like, like very slowly yeah, healing. Yeah, slowly healing. But um, like it said like the tip of the sword had been nicked turning inward. And so I was like, right. oh, so it's like literally a heart of stone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the reaction mm-hmm. afterwards. Oh my gosh, So yeah. it says, Tamlin clutched his chest as he panted, the wound already healing. So you have him in one corner. Then it says, Resand at the foot of the days, grinned from ear to ear. And then Amarantha climbed to her feet. And so I'm just like picturing this scene. And yes. I'm just like, oh, how the tables have turned. I know. And like the tables do turn because the crowd is like, she won. Like you have to free us. Mm-hmm. Like. Hello. Let us go. She's like, oh, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> I am so smart. Like we talked about, we're like, Farah, you're not that smart. You did not make this foolproof. There's so many freaking right. loopholes. She's like, yeah, I didn't say immediately for the task. I said immediately mm-hmm. for the riddle. And that's on you. So she's like, I'll, yep. I'll free you when I want to. Like, maybe when you're dead. Like, I know. It's like, no. Like, come on. Oh, I was so mad. Yes. And then she, like, turns on Feyre. Yeah, real quick. Real quick. I was like, okay, someone's mad. Yep. And so she's just in, like, a rage. Like, she's she just keeps talking to her and saying things that you can just tell she's just mad. Like, that's all that's happening here. She's right. lost all sense. She's like, admit you don't really love him. Admit what a cowardly, lying, inconstant bit of human garbage you are. I'm like, Jesus. And she's torturing her while she's yes. screaming at her. She's... Yeah, and what I thought was so interesting, Reese screams mm-hmm. Farrah's name. Not Tamlin. Yep. Reese. Grant, I know Tamlin was just stabbed, so he's, we don't really know how much he's. Tamlin, Tamlin needs a moment to breathe. Yeah, so like, I'll give him that, but I was like, Reese picking up the slack. Yeah, I was like, okay, I guess they maybe really are this dynamic duo, and they've I got know. a whole plan or something. It says like, he yelled my name again, yelled it as though he cared, and I yeah. was like, because that that feels different than the political calculating for sure because at this point he's still her whore right and he it almost feels like he's like dropped whatever like mask he was wearing Mm -hmm. as he's like crying out for Feyre right because he's not free it's Mm -hmm. not the time to 
make it clear that you don't give a crap about Amarantha. Yeah. Well, and on that note, he goes and grabs the Ash Dagger and lunges to try to kill Amarantha. I appreciate it so much. Oh my gosh. I was... I I love a man that goes into action. I know. I just, like, that's what I want to see. I want... I am classic. I am traditional. I want to see men fighting for women. That's all I want. Yep. Defend her. I know. I love it. But, like, even he gets thrown into the wall, like... Because, I mean, she still has all her power. Like, they didn't just... The, the power didn't magically come back because, like she said, it yeah. wasn't the riddle that was answered. But again, he's so smart. It's like, why is he doing this at this moment? I know. Is he starting to get desperate too? And so it's like, he's forgoing all his plans? I don't know. But Farah yells for Amarantha to stop torturing Reese. So I was like, they clearly, like, like they have some kind of bond yes. between the two of them. And I know we had mentioned... They've been through a lot together. They really have. He saved her multiple times. He did... You know, he made the guards stop giving her these useless tasks. Yeah. He did all these, like, small things for her. And I'm sure, because we mentioned, she can't hate him after he's done I know. some of these nice things to her. Even though he has her for, like, a week every month. Yeah. In some weird way, they kind of became a team. Yeah. Over the last few months. Especially, so like, helping her with the second task. All these yeah. little things. So, but... That's like some connection I feel like they've bonded over that she's like screaming to stop Amarantha from torturing him, even though it's like that means the attention is going to be back on her. Truly. Hmm. Um, we do have a weird moment though where she kind of like sees herself in Reese's eyes. Yeah. So I'm confused why that happened. Maybe it's like the eye on her hand that I, kind of like. I attribute everything to the weird eye. Yeah, it's probably the <laughs> Um, But it says, like, I flash between my body and his, seeing myself through his eyes, mm-hmm. bleeding and broken and sobbing. Which is like, Ugh. I don't want to see myself in that moment. No. <laughs> like, no thank you. It's like, I already feel how bad I feel. I don't want to yeah. see how bad I look. Yeah. Um, but then Farah is brilliant for once. <sighs> she actually figures out the riddle. Yes. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of torture and screaming and fighting, and she's trying to just, like, not die. She's, like, in her monologuing in her head, like, basically the reasons she's done everything. Yes. And, like, what she's fighting for. And linking it to the original riddle, which I'm like, how do you still remember the riddle? I have no idea. It's been three months. No idea. But she realizes, like, this is, this is it. The answer is love. Oh. The last line, though, kills me. It goes, Tamlin's eyes went wide before something forever cracked in my spine. Yeah, that's the correct, like, sound. (laughs) You're like, what? I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, you can't die. It's not the time. Oh, Feyre. Yep. And again, I thought I didn't turn the page. Like, I thought going from last chapter to this chapter was the fastest I ever turned a page. Nope, it was this chapter. It was this chapter. You're like, I'm sorry, what? Yes. I was like, you need to be alive, Farah. I know. Anything else on 44? No, I'm ready for 45. <laughs> Ooh, it's time. Okay. Chapter 45. This one is super short. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an in my feels sticker. Yes. And honestly, I couldn't even put what feelings I was feeling. I just put feels. Yep. Um, <laughs> I said, so the curse has been lifted. And once Amarantha is dealt with, the High Lord see to dealing with what's left of Farah. Mm-hmm. So, Pharaoh's not really there anymore. Not really. Like, sort of. She's she's watching. Yeah, and so it's like, again, it's 
it's through Resand, like, mm-hmm. and so I'm guessing it's like this eye bond thing that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's weird. It's like she can see it, but she's not really yeah. there. I imagine she's like on the brink of death. Like you know those kinds so. of people who mm-hmm. have those like near death experiences. Yeah. that's kind of what I'm imagining is happening here. I agree. Um, while this is happening, like Lucian's mask comes off. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the curse is actually broken. Yeah. And then Tamlin shifts faster than like he's ever done and he goes after amarantha which um, like i said all i've wanted from him is to just fight for do like something yes. i want to see the fight this i was like okay no we've been bottling up a lot of fight energy oh yeah <laughs> and it is now being released but it's like i can't like i'm super excited to see just the sheer power and just, I mean, even the roar that right. they describe. Because at this point, he has all his power back. So they all do. Right. So I'm so curious to see how, like, in the show, like, initially when we meet Tamlin and he yeah. has, like, his shape-shifting, like, how it's going to be versus on this, like, final spot when he has, like, full power back. Just, mm-hmm. like, how quick it'll be able to shift. Like, how strong yeah. he's going to be. Everything. So, um, and he just, like, throws a knife into her head and then rips her neck out. Done. <laughs> Bitch deserved it. <laughs> yup. <laughs> that is correct. <sighs> so he takes care of Amarantha, which I'm glad he focused for a minute and did that. Which is like what Reese's plan was. Yeah, that's what he was hoping would happen all along. And then he turns to Feyre. Yes. And her poor, limp body. Ugh, yeah. Um, But then... Well... Real quick, Lucian's yeah. line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it said, no, someone breathed Lucian, his sword dangling from his hand. I just was, like, picturing that really oh, clearly. Yes. Like, him just finally going to look at Feyre and then being like, I know. Oh. No. Because it's, like, especially since they've been under the mountain, I feel like Lucian and Feyre's bond has really grown mm-hmm. since she saved him, he saved her. Yeah. And you kind of expect her to come out of this alive. It's like she's survived these two huge tasks and the third one was really just... She even survived the yeah, third one. Yeah, she did. She outsmarted Amarantha. And she solved the riddle. She and did everything. Like, and how is she dead? How can she be dying? Like, this is yeah. not... This isn't what's supposed to happen. Right. But yeah, I picture Lucian just in, like, distraught, like, It just seems honest. so heartbreaking to yeah. me. Um, and then Tamlin runs for her. Mm-hmm. And something starts to happen. You were about to describe yeah. it. So all the High Lords basically drop like this glittering spark, whatever thing. Little ball of energy. Little yeah. ball of energy like onto Farah. Um, and it's interesting because the High Lord of Autumn was the first one to do it. Yeah. Which I thought that was very I thought it was so weird because we know how much. He's like, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucian like hates him. Like the Autumn Court hates Tamlin basically. Yeah. So I was like. It's just surprising that he was the one that yeah. initially, like, drops this sparkling ball of energy. Yeah. Um, but regardless, he does, and he's followed by all the other High Lords. Um, and yeah. then when Rhysand comes up, he says, For what she gave, we'll bestow what our predecessors have granted to few before. And this makes us even. To Tamlin. Right. And I was like, I'm guessing even for maybe their history, yeah. maybe, like all this drama that they've had with Farah, mm-hmm. maybe for the bargain that he made with Farah, like just this like done like everything. Like even. we're starting fresh basically. Yeah. Um, but also at this point I'm like, 
what are you doing? I know. What do these balls of energy do? <laughs> I was like, are we just going to make her glow from the inside? Like, Right. Like, is this like a, a way of honoring the dead? Yeah, is I don't know. Is this going to bring her back to life? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Yeah. And then Tamlin says, I love you, and gives him, or gives her his own little drop of sparkle energy thing. Yeah. And then the chapter's over. I know. And again, let's go to the next chapter. Okay. I was going to say, like, these, <laughs> this, like, this section, I was just like, okay, keep going, keep going. I know. I need to know can't... what happens next. <laughs> you, like, you could, once you started this section, mm-hmm. I don't know how someone can stop. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know? it's very hard. <sighs> okay, this is another in my feel sticker. Yep. And again, I couldn't name my feelings. Mm-hmm. I just put feels. And this is the last chapter. The last chapter! Oh! Okay, so... I put, Feyre survives by a gift from the High Lords, new life as a High Fey. Tamlin wraps things up as Feyre reels from her new Fey senses and still human heart wracked with guilt. After a bizarre goodbye from Resand, Tamlin and Feyre return home. Mm. Oh, so many things. So she's alive. She's alive. She's High Fey. Yay. Which, convenient. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But, like, she made it, so that's, thank goodness, it only, you know. Um, and she gets to see Tamlin's face for the first time. Which and the like, line, oh. he was exactly how I dreamed he would be, alluding to what he told her. I and I was know. like, stop! I love that. He's so sweet. And he has a heartbeat now, too. Right. So apparently the heart of stone was like a curse. Yeah. So no more. No more. Because that was a question I had at first. I was like, does he just not have a re- like a real heart? But it was the curse. It's it was the curse. <laughs> um, so I just I also think it's really interesting. Like, and it makes sense. Like, as Haifei, all of her senses are heightened. Yeah. And I can I experience sensory overload sometimes as like a normal human. Right. I can't imagine what kind of sensory overload she's dealing with. I uh, yeah. I can't even, just like the fact that like touching your hair feels so bizarre. She says, I don't, I don't like that. I wouldn't want to touch anything. I'd be very hard to like, I understand why she says she's like, I don't move. She's like, I don't talk to anybody. I don't move. I just stand there. Yeah. I was like, I get it. It'd be so bizarre to like feel things you've never felt before. Everything looks different. All the colors, light, sound, everything is just like amplified. Yeah. Um, so that would be really odd. Be a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can just tell, like, I think now that she's having, she, she's finally getting a moment to, like, breathe. Right. And so the pain of what she did is really starting to settle in. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and she's trying sad. not to think about it because who would want to think about that? Right. But, like, she says, um, where is it? She goes, even if those two dead fairies, even if their faces would never fade for me. If I could ever bring myself to paint again, I would never be able to stop seeing those faces instead of the colors and light. That's just so sad. Like, she's clearly so heartbroken. So it's like, even though she's high Faye now, that, like, feeling inside of her, which Faye just seemed to not have. Because they just, like, kill all the time and don't care. Right. But for her, it's like, I cannot get over this. No. And it's also so fresh. I mean, like, time heals all wounds kind of thing. Does it, though? I think I don't know if it heals all wounds, but it definitely enables you to like move past. Yeah. Whatever happened. Um. But 
they they get time to reconnect. Yeah. Well, I think that's her running from. Oh, I think so too. She just wants things. to like not think about things and just like be in the moment with Tamlin. Yeah. After everything that's happened, she's like, I just need to not think. Yeah, it's like our version of like watching trash TV. <laughs> it's like, just like let's drown out the noise. Um. Then another thing. So she's she has that time with Tamlin, but it has her kind of like waking up mm-hmm. to like this thread pulling on her. Yeah, it's hugging at her middle, a thread deep inside. That's what it says. Yes, and she's acting like she knows exactly what it means. Yeah. Gets up, leaves bed, mm-hmm. follows it. Yep. And sees Resand. Jake right. chilling on the side of this mountain outside. And I'm like, it's got to be the bond thing that they have yes. still. Like the eyeball bond. Because I mean, he... The eyeball bond. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like sensed his feelings through it before. Like he did the eye swap. He's communicated like the burning sensation. So it's like she's felt yeah. sensations from him before. So I was like, okay, that's not... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weird, but it's like... It's happened before, so it's nothing unusual. Right. Um, it's just, like, now a different sensation than right. she's felt before. Which, honestly, I'm just surprised that she went on it. I am, too. I'm like, you were with Tamlin, but I think she's honestly just trying not to feel. Mm. So it's, like, anything to distract kind of thing. Yeah. She'll, she'll just do. No, that makes sense. Um, I thought some of the things that they said were mm-hmm. very interesting. Yep. Um, She said... Um, what do you want? It didn't come out with the snap I'd intended. Not as I remembered how he'd fought again and again to t- attack Amarantha to save me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, their view of each other has just totally it, changed. And for sure. Especially after he did that for her. You know, he tried to like literally save her life. Yeah. Um, she, she asks him why. Ugh. <laughs> He says, because when the legends get written, I didn't want to be remembered for standing on the sidelines. I want my future offspring to know that I was there and that I thought that I fought against her at the end, even if I couldn't do anything useful because I didn't want you to fight alone or die alone. (laughs) I was like, that's like the sweetest thing you've said to her ever this whole book. I just wrote sob next to that. It's That's so like, thoughtful. It's like thoughtful for her, but it's yes. also so re- reflective of him and yes. like what he wants for himself, what he wants others yeah. to think of him. So I'm like, he really can't be this cruel hearted. The night court mm-hmm. can't be as bad as everybody says if this right. is his true desire. You know? It's like, and when you talk motive, it's like this, this is what his motive was. Yeah. Ugh, I, that made me so sad. No. I'm so happy too, though. Right, like it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like Pharaoh was being manipulated for no. his needs. It wasn't it all was, court politics. Like yes. there was a genuine want, like yeah. to help and be better. Yeah. Ugh. And then she just said thank you, and I was like, "Yep, that's <laughs> that's a yeah, fair enough." <laughs> but it's just really sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? So she's talking about. He asks her what it's like to be Haifei. Oh, yeah. Um, and she says, this body is different, but this, this is still human. She's pointing at her heart. Maybe it always will be, but it would have been easier to live with it. Easier to live with what I did if my heart had changed too. Maybe I wouldn't care so much. Maybe I could convince myself their deaths weren't in vain. Maybe immortality would take that away. I can't tell whether I wanted to. He stared at me for long enough that I faced him. Be glad of your human heart, Vera. Pity those who don't feel anything at all. You know what this reminded me of? Hmm. Dumbledore. 
Uh, it does. It, in Deathly Hallows, yes. right? It's like, pity those who, oh gosh, what is the quote? Um, who don't let, oh gosh, I can't yeah. bring it up. <laughs> You'd think, I've read Harry Potter enough times, this would just be like the front of my mind always. Okay, so the quote from Dumbledore is, do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living, and above all, those who live without love. Yeah, this is very. You know what simple. I mean? Yeah, it really does Gave remind me, me of those that. vibes. Mm-hmm. Which, like, Resand is obviously nothing like Dumbledore, but no. <laughs> but it's it's so wise, and it's so yeah. it's so true though. It's like you don't want to feel nothing. Yeah. Even though it sucks, it's like. I think I'd rather feel pain and suffering than mm-hmm. nothing. I think it pulls, and we can talk about this more later, but I think it pulls on, like, the point of this book. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, something else that they were talking about that made me kind of sad um, was she was mentioning his wings and flying and all of that. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like, like, you never told me you loved your wings. You never yeah. told me you loved to fly. And he said, everything I love has al- has always had a tendency to be taken from me. I tell very few about the wings or the flying. I know. That's so sad. <laughs> like, dude. Ugh. Dude, I hope you leave this mountainside. Mm-hmm. Just go, like, live your life. Like, I go know. have some joyful time. Lift your spirits. Mm-hmm. You've earned it. Yes. <laughs> like, let's let's bring this energy back up. <laughs> I know. Ugh, these poor people. They've just, like, been suffering so much. I know. Him, 50 years of being a whore. Just, yeah. He deserves... And her, these, like, three months of torture. I know. It's like... And everybody that's been under the mountain the whole time with I them. Know. It's like, there's definitely going to be, like, a communal, like, healing yeah, needed after this. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they're all just, like, traumatized. Yeah. And then he says goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like thought it was weird, so I'm not sure like what he sees really. So he's yeah. getting ready to leave, and then there's like a look of shock on his face, and he like stumbles. Yeah. So I was like, is there like a creature coming? Like, is it? Like- oh, is there something behind her? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. So I was like, maybe there's like something that he can see that she can't, or yeah. maybe he's like having a vision or like kind of like a memory that yeah. like freaks him out or something. Well, it happened. It says his lies locked on mine. And yeah. like that was when it happened. So it was yeah. like, what did you see in her eyes in that moment? Yeah. Was it a memory? Like to your point? Right. Is he seeing like flashbacks of like what Aramantha did to him? Ooh. Like just, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things like after yeah. such traumatic events, like I'm like, what? Like, what did you see? Like, what's, yeah. are you okay? But then he just like leaves. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like the things can, that can like, bring your trauma back to yeah, front like of mind. trigger yeah yeah so it's like i i want to know what was happening there i know and he just disappeared i know and then the happy ending they make their way home, they go home. which like it's so sad she's like i never like allowed myself to even dream this like while i was mm-hmm. under the mountain and i was that's so odd to me because i think about if i was ever stuck in a situation like that yeah I think what would get me through is thinking about getting to go home at the mm-hmm. end. Like that's what would drive me, you know? Yeah. No, but I think what we were talking about earlier though mm-hmm. was like with Tamlin and Resand, right? Mm-hmm. Resand had suffered so long that he only had hope and that's why he clung to yeah. it. But Tamlin was still like, he, he wasn't hoping for it because he, I don't know, just hadn't gotten to that point where it was like that's all he had he still had a little bit of like stubbornness Mm -hmm. and whatever was going on there so i think tamlin didn't let himself hope for this either so it feels like they're a good match though 
You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. Tamlin didn't do it, mm-hmm. and Feyre's like, I didn't let myself, I'm like... You're clearly on the same page. You're on the same page. Yeah, that's true. Very true. <laughs> I was just surprised. Yeah. Like, but... Um, but I do love the last line of this book of let's go home. I know. It's very much a happy ending. It is. Especially because she finally considered the spring quarter home as she was oh, leaving, yeah. basically. And yep. now she actually gets to live there mm. and be part of it. I'm super happy. Yeah. It's a really sweet ending. When I first read this book, I was like, I wasn't necessarily in a rush to read the next one. Right. Because I was like, oh, this was so good. Mm-hmm. And it had such a content ending. I'm not like on a cliffhanger right i feel content Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how i feel right now again reading Mm -hmm. this i'm like i know it was a good conclusion good ending so we're done with the first book thank you so much for listening through this whole thing with us oh my gosh we're so grateful that you've come along this journey Mm -hmm. we hope you've enjoyed it too also Um, we're going to take a week or two off mm-hmm. TBD on the actual time frame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just to kind of give a break between seasons so mm-hmm. that we can catch up on some work and get all prepped for the new season. So keep your eyes peeled. So I think subscribing is like the best way to get notified mm-hmm. when a new episode comes up. Mm-hmm. So season two to come shortly. Yep. Um, check out, we still have a mini sub this week where we're going to kind of talk through like why this book and why we love it so much Mm -hmm. and all of the feels with it so there is still that but yeah i don't know do you want to say anything else no just um this has been super fun and such like a learning and very interesting journey to take um it has journey through the book journey through learning a podcast for the two of us i know but it's been super fun and i really enjoy it and so thank you for listening and your support Absolutely. Catch us soon to go through A Court of Mist and Fury, the sequel to this book. Happy finale. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And let us know what you think. Jump in on the conversation. We look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye-bye.